Welcome to This ADHD Life, a podcast for people with ADHD, those who love us, and yes, even those who sometimes struggle to love us. Happy February to you. Oh, who am I kidding? You're probably downloading this in March. So happy March, but this was put out on February 28th. I'm counting it as my February episode. And by the way, I am considering moving to a, uh, a monthly format. If, uh, if, you, if you have any comments on that, go to the Facebook page, This ADHD Life on Facebook. Go to the website, This ADHD Life, or even send an email to info at This ADHD Life. I'd love to hear from you. I have to admit, this episode's coming out more purely out of a sense of obligation. This, this idea that I am going to put out one episode a month, darn it, and that's what's going to happen. I don't know. I just have that goal. And man, I, you know, I wish it could be in every other week. I wish my goal was every other week and it's just not right now. And I, you know, I don't know. Should I beat myself up? Because a lot of times that's what, that's what we want to do is we want to beat ourselves up or we want to get to the root cause. We want to figure out how to change the situation. And I'm not saying that can't be effective, but sometimes we have to figure out where that's going to be effective and, and, and how it's going to be most effective. Right. So if I'm sitting here beating myself up because I didn't get a podcast out till the 28th and I don't really have a huge topic for it. But at the same time, my finances are in, in a disaster or my health is failing me. By the way, I flew earlier in the month and believe me, there was a, a number of conversations in my head of, oh, man, should I should I just take some time off and, and, and let this flu take its course? Or should I really push myself? You know, how, how much is, how much is too much time off? Is this feeling that I'm having, is this my ADHD? I mean, does it just not want to do stuff or am I actually sick? Is it me? What's going on here? Yeah, I, I could have beaten myself up for all of that. And uh, I guess apparently I was a little bit because every time we start questioning ourselves as to whether it's us or the ADHD, we're beating ourselves up a little bit. We're starting to think that we have two people living in our heads, like one that has ADHD and one that doesn't. And I know as I say that, that, that sounds a little bit ridiculous, right? We, all, we have ADHD all the time. For those of us in the audience that have ADHD, we have ADHD all the time. There are times that the symptoms seem to get better and seem to get worse. It's sort of an ebb and flow. And I've mentioned following the energy before where you can actually get into a routine of figuring out when you're, uh, when you're sort of best at doing certain tasks. So real quickly, if we, if we explore the, the idea of sort of having a split personality, uh, and let's, you know, let's admit it. We all have sort of different modes that we operate in and, and we operate in, in the modes at different capacities, different effectiveness levels at different times. The first one's the executive. The executive is the guy that plans out the task list. He can organize the task list. He can plan out. He can prioritize. And while every person on this planet and every ADHD or has a different level of executive, we, we all have it. We, we all have the ability to prioritize. Do I need to go get groceries because I'm literally going to starve in two minutes? Or do I need to watch this, I don't know, 1200th elevator video on relay logic? We have the ability. Some of us have it a little bit better. You can develop the ability. And what I say and what I've just said is, is follow the energy, figure out when planning works for you, when is best for you to, to look at the tasks at hand and sort of prioritize them, put the ducks in a row, look at it as 
a way of giving your, your worker something to do. So that's the, the second sort of personality. There is the worker bee. The worker bee just wants to do stuff. Uh, you know, it's the tasks, potato chips, uh, sort of a, you know, synonymous. Like I can just keep munching tasks all day as long as someone has prioritized them for me because I don't have to worry about it. Someone else gave them to me. This is cool. But the key to this is that you have to know when you're best for working. So for, for me, for example, I have often said that I'm a California baby that was born on the East Coast because my optimal working hours are 11 to 8 East Coast time every day. Now, I, I do put that into my schedule as 11 to 6. The spouse sort of requires some, uh, some, <laughs> some Keith time between 6 and 8, and then I, I take coaching calls four nights a week um, from 8 till 9.30. I know that during those hours, that's where my effectiveness is the best. That, that's where my worker bee wants to come out. He wants to come out. He wants to return the doctor's phone call. He wants to schedule the car appointment. He might want to go to the grocery store. He wants to sift the litter box if it needs doing. He wants to do the laundry. He wants to vacuum. No, that's a lie. He never wants to vacuum, but he will vacuum. He will vacuum. And he wants just to do things that are simple. Not that the actual tasks have to be simple, but simple in the idea that someone else has already kind of given him the map of what needs to be done. It is, it's not write blog post for this ADHD Life website. It's write this blog post with this specific title for this ADHD Life. Well, okay, how do you, how do you get that? Ah, uh, that's the creative. We all have the creative in us and a lot of ADHDers and, and I, you know, I would say that this is, is not me because I don't consider myself extremely creative, but a lot of ADHDers would say that they are sort of stuck in permanent creativity and they may be. I mean, there's a lot of great music out there. EMTs, I would argue, are stuck in creative mode because you sort of have to be very creative when someone isn't responding to the medical intervention that you're providing them and you you have to figure something else out pretty quickly and and yeah i've mentioned it before hopefully you're not sick of it but a lot of emts have adhd a lot of police officers a lot of er docs the, the stuff that really is high stakes high stress you will find a lot of people with adhd symptoms if not actually diagnosed with adhd but that's the creative mode the creative one is the one that is sitting in the shower or standing in the shower i guess it would be a bath if we were sitting and suddenly feels like they're in a Holiday Inn Express, you remember those commercials, and comes up with 10 different blog post titles at the same time. Now imagine this, you have 10 blog post titles, you've taken your shower, you sit down to work, you look at the list of 10, and you go, uh, I don't know which one to do first. Which one's the right one? Which one's the perfect one? Do I even want to do this one? Oh, I need to prepare for this. This isn't going to go out well. I can't, what? Uh, uh. I'm just going to go back and watch elevator videos. Okay. You, you, I just, I can't deal with this. You know, Mr. Executive, you didn't set me up. I'm not doing the damn work. I'm sorry. And Mr. Creative, what, who are you coming in here telling me that I have 10 blog posts to write and not giving me any sort of, you know, guidance as to when they need to go out. Mr. Creative's like, uh, no, that, that's not my job, dude. My job is to come up with 10. And by the way, I came up with 20 and I only put 10 on the page. So, you know, you're better off. Uh, you know, if you knew what was going on in my creative mind, you're, you're, trust me, you're better off, Mr. Worker. You need to go look at Mr. Executive. Oftentimes when I'm recording these shows, they're very free form. And so I don't know if anything that I'm saying is actually making sense. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to admit that to you because this is a creative endeavor. 
Uh, it's not something that I sit down as Mr. Executive and then write out a list of stuff to talk about as Mr. Worker. No, it's it's simply Mr. Executive going, hey, Mr. Creative, I'd really like to tap your resources to to put out a show. But hopefully this is a little bit helpful to start picturing the idea of the three different modes of view, the three different personalities you have. And we all have them. It's just a matter of in what proportion we have them. And there's there's other parts of it as well. Uh, so there's different proportions there. But if we take these three, it's sort of like a recipe. Like, I don't know if you're doing like a sauce, you know, it maybe a bad example, but you have to have a certain amount of butter, a certain amount of flour. And then if you're doing a cream sauce, you have a certain amount of milk. And the proportions in a recipe have to be fixed. What I'm saying is for your for your brain, what are your proportions? Like, are you 10% executive and, I don't know, uh, 30% worker and 60% creative? Okay, great. That's fine. You just need to figure out when it is that you can be each of those so that you can be most effective, so that you're not trying to sit down or... I'm going to keep saying sit down, stand up in a shower thinking that you're going to prioritize your task list when you know that your creative is going to come out. And likewise, you're not going to try to force yourself to be creative first thing on a Monday morning when you know that your worker bee just wants to come out, just wants to go plow through some tasks. You're not going to try to be worker bee when, for some reason on a Sunday evening, you decide to sit down and prioritize your entire task list and make a plan for yourself. Yet sometimes we often, sometimes, often, we, we tend to sort of force ourselves into, I'm going to do this now, I'm going to do this then, I'm going to do this then. And by the way, if I'm not doing it, it's my ADHD and I need help with my ADHD. And is it me or my ADHD? Hmm. So to answer my own question, uh, even if you write in to me and say that I should have beaten myself up and I should have chastised myself and I should have put some real pain on myself for not recording two podcasts this month, I'm going to argue that I shouldn't. That's not a healthy way to be. Yeah, there are times that we really do have to put pressure on ourselves. Uh, I've mentioned before that taxes I tend to enjoy doing. I still need to break them up, although, you know, I'd like to say that I need to break them up. The fact is that I can break them up, and then once I sit down, I tend to hyper-focus for a while, but that's just me. The point to that is, save beating yourself up for stuff that actually really, really is like life and death. Okay, maybe that's hyperbole. Life and death is like fighting the tiger or running away. But things that really will make an impact if you don't do them, like doing your taxes, for example, or going to the grocery store, or connecting with your loved ones, or paying your house payment, cleaning the house. I mean, after a while, every house gets pretty disgusting if it's not clean. Save your beating yourself up for that if you even have to beat yourself up. How about instead of beating yourself up? How about instead of beating ourselves up? Because I'm an ADHD or two. I, I do this. We instead think of it in terms of pressure. Save the pressure for the things that are really, really, really actually crucial in life. That's step one. Step two, as I mentioned, figure out when, where, how each of your sort of three different brain areas like to work. The executive, the worker bee, the creative. Maybe try noticing it this week. Take a piece of paper. I've mentioned having a piece of paper. Take a journal. Take a notebook. Use electronic notes. I don't care. But try to think about noticing what days, what times, what environments you're in when you suddenly decide to prioritize a task list. 
or when all you want to do is just not have to make any decisions where like even, you know, making the decision between fries and onion rings is too much. You just want to be able to walk in, get the burger, have the fries, like you don't have to make any decisions. That's your worker bee time. Identify that. And then when's your creative time? And I think you'll find most, most of the time is, is going to be creative time. It's, we, we generally don't have a hard time shifting into creative mode unless we really want to sit down and shift into creative. Because, you know, ADHD, all of our adult minds with ADHD are hyperactive, 100%. We may not be hyperactive physically, but we are always thinking. That's creativity. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, probably, I was going to say it's a little bit shorter, but I think it's about the length of the past two episodes. I don't know if there's going to be one, two, three, four, how many episodes in March there will be. There'll be at least one. Remember, go to thisadhdlife.com. There you will find ways to contact me. You'll find links to our Facebook page. You'll find links to our Patreon page. Uh, if you happen to want to support the show, please go to patreon.com slash thisadhdlife to support us. You'll also find a link to go re- review us on iTunes. And the more positive five-star, four- and five-star reviews the podcast get, the more people are likely to listen to it. it uh, we're in this economy of you have to review things or you have to have reviews in order for people to actually take advantage of the contents that's out there. If you're not enjoying the podcast, as I mentioned at the top, please do send me an email to info at thisadhdlife.com. Remember the takeaways. Stop beating yourself up so much. Stop asking yourself whether it's you or the ADHD. Stop trying to be the executive when you need to be the worker bee. Stop trying to be the worker bee when you need to be the executive. And when I say need to be, identify what it means, what need means for you. When are you best at doing each of those things? Have a good two to three weeks until the next episode comes out. And and remember, as always, I mean, you know this, right? If you've been listening since, since day one, you know this. And I'm laughing here because my cat's sitting next to me and I'm like waving my, my arm around like a madman and he decided to just start nibbling on my arm and I just find that hilarious. But remember, if you're not going to be good to yourself, if your cat's not going to be good to you, how the heck are you going to be good to anybody else? If you're not going to do all of this stuff and stop beating yourself up, how are you going to be of use and service to your loved ones, those around you? How are you going to be your best self? Well, hey, guess what? You get bonus podcast today because I just went through to uh, do the first pass edit. You know, see if anything that I made actually made sense. And I, I love that part in the middle where I started to ask whether anything made sense. But you know what? There were two things that I noticed. One is that I, uh, I both simultaneously told you that I was not creative and told you that I was relying on my creative mind and also told you that many ADHDers or most ADHDers are highly creative. That our minds are always going. And because of that, we're actually very highly creative. And then I thought to myself, Keith, is there a piece of paper behind you that lists your via character strengths? And I'll put a link to that in show notes. Via character strengths is a way that you can kind of assess where uh, where your strengths lie. And in coaching, we use it quite often to try to, to figure out where you're sort of best suited to do things. What kind of endeavors to take on. And guess what number two is for me? Guess. Yeah, that's right. Creative. So, uh, so apparently I even like to beat myself up and say that I'm not all that creative when actually the evidence even coming out of my mouth is that I admit I'm creative. I had to clear that up. Okay. You you get back to the theme now and, and move on to your next podcast.